0: The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. Got one under the belt, folks. Football season is here. Can you dig it? I know you all been jonesing, and it finally came. We beat the cowgirls in their house, and you gotta love that. Don't tell me they weren't trying. I know they were, and so do you. We're going to talk about that and much more here on Show 278. Well, Raider Nation, I have some very sad and bad news. The Denver Broncos have just picked up Justin Fargus. Man, he used to be the heart of our team. Fargie! Hard to believe he's going to be wearing that putrid orange, blue, and white but we'll have to see him two times this year. And you know he could run. He's going to really put it to us, I'm sure. It's a bummer to see him go to an AFC West opponent, and especially to the hoes. Yeah. On another note, Jerry Rice was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he did, contrary to popular belief, mention that he was an Oakland Raider, and he was proud of it.
1: I was also part of the Oakland Raiders. A team I admired that also went to the Super Bowl. Very
0: cool that he even said anything about the Raiders because it's all 49ers all the time, as you know, around here anyway. And it was nice to see Jerry mention the Raiders in a very endearing way. The Bay Area didn't cover that part, mind you. Randy reminded me. Uh, So all you guys who thought Jerry Rice was a punk, man, the guy has class, and he did play for us. And he played very well for us, by the way. And Gannon made it so, as it should be. The show for today! Raiders deflate the cowgirls' ego. I love it. And for all you fans that live out in Texas, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They're fanatical fans that beat down on everybody else. Well, they hate to lose. And I love it! <laughs> We're going to hit on that. And also, media madness. Media madness. man. I, I want to go over all the people that are giving us a little bit of love. And I know it's good to have some love from mainstream media, even though we know it's some bullshit. But I'm going to point out why I don't give a rat's ass. About what they say. That's what I'm going to say about that. So, we're going to hit that and the boat line today on our show. It's pretty well, lively. We got a lot to talk about, we got a lot to feel good about.
2: How about them, cowards?
0: Now, all these guys that have been here before have been hit. They have all, they're all they all football players. So, you know, the first hit of the season is something. You know, Murphy got nailed pretty good. The offense came out slow. It, it wasn't slow, per se. Let me just say it was disorganized and without rhythm. That's probably a better description of our offense. It didn't have a rhythm until towards the end of that second period when they came out. They started to be able to get that ball moving. First-team offense had to stay on the field a little bit longer, which I agreed with totally because they needed the work. Uh, Dallas was playing to win this game. I'm going to tell you right now, they were not playing to lose. They weren't playing just to show off. They were playing to win. They wanted to win, and you could tell uh, because, like I said before, that they, they, they matched us team for team, first team for first team, second team for second team. They wanted to have the competition at least fair, which was cool, and the Raiders came out of a 17-9 victory. It was a great thing to see in the fourth quarter. Kyle Bowler, he was rusty when he started. Didn't do very well. The second team really did well. Michael Bennett, uh, what, a, what a hero he is. Even though it was the second team, you know, this guy's always been pretty doggone strong. And even though he was on second team, he played much better than Cartwright did. I really see Bennett staying and Cartwright leaving. Uh, if there was a choice, there's going to be a lot of choices here in a 52-man roster pretty soon, and you know that's going to be painful. Let's get back to the game. Our defensive line was stellar. Lamar Houston was a monster. Uh, incredible. You know, we got two turnovers from their team during the game, and they got one from us. Uh, we, The stats are very, very similar, uh, which is kind of cool, too. The Dallas offense, though, was supposed to be the juggernaut. Did not score a touchdown, period. They haven't scored a touchdown even when they played the Bungles. They didn't score a touchdown. They're concerned about it. I'm sure it's something that they'll clean up um, before they try to make that Super Bowl run. (laughs) I'm sure their fans are flipped out. And Hellradar had a full house of Cowboy fans. (laughs) One of the guys on our forum, man. Very good fan. And I'm sure he had a fantastic evening. (laughs) I wish I was there to see it. You should sell some pictures of some people crying. I know, I know. It's just preseason. Well, let's just look at some of the other players that made notice. They moved Kelly to the inside. Lamar Houston stayed on the defensive end. Sean, Shaughnessy, awesome player. Trevor Scott, awesome job. Our defense, I'm not too, too worried about it. I think our defense has stepped up. I think our linebackers are going to do pretty well. Uh, but like I said, it's just the first game. It's just a taste of what we can expect. They're going to go back they're going to work on some of this stuff and try to make things better. Our offensive line still looks suspect, but come on, man, you got to think about it. They're playing against one of the top three, four defenses in the league. Defenses like Dallas are are brutal. And the offensive line, although it wasn't stellar, we did get some movement. The protection was pretty doggone good because uh we only got one sack. Uh that that's pretty good. And considering that Jason Campbell just had like a two-step drop most of the time, it was a pretty quick ball out of there, and his performance was pretty good. Our wide receivers, well, that's where I have a problem. Uh, The separation was almost negligible. Of course, our true blue Zach Miller was always open, and they went to him often and early. Uh, Johnny Lee Higgins played a pretty decent role in the game. And, you know, we had some pretty good plays. But our wide receivers, I mean, we need we need a lot of work there. Uh, if that's the going to be the case here, um, these guys better step it up. Although, I will say it was the first game. Darius hayward Bay got one ball thrown to him, so you really can't figure out whether he's going to make it or not. It was very close. It was a long ball, and they kept trying to go to that. One of the plays that really blew me away was this, fourth and one, and we pass the ball on some type of, you know, slant play or timing route. And the guy, and and <laughs> Jason Campbell's in the shotgun. Since when do you start a fourth and one from the shotgun, first of all? And since when do you do that play when you're trying just to get the basics down? That, that's what I'm saying. It was something of a head-scratcher. Now, as far as the game that was called by Hugh Jackson, I got to say the jury's still out. I don't know if I like the play calling. I know the playbook's very vanilla because we're trying to get everybody into the scheme. I would like to have seen something a little bit more, but maybe they're just holding back. I don't know. It's the first game of the season, and I think the first team played okay. Uh, They could have played better. Michael Bush, you know, he had some decent little runs, but nothing super, super fast. I'd like to see Darren McFadden in this game coming out of the backfield to catch some passes. Maybe we'll see that in the next game. All in all, I think our team played pretty doggone well. Um, For this game, I think they played well. Overall, as far as regular season, I think we have a lot of work to do. I think with the wide receivers, we better get it together. We need Shillings in there. We have to have him because he gets good separation. Very important to this wide receiver group. Darius hayward Bay showed a little bit of his speed, but he couldn't bust away. It's not all about running. It's about technique, and I think he still has a lot to learn so far. We're still at the first game of the season. This is just my observations. The playbook so far to me looks very vanilla, doesn't look very fancy, and the play calling is, well, it's okay. (laughs) I don't think Ujax is a miracle worker, but, you know, I just didn't see anything spectacular out of his offensive play calling. Matter of fact, that was kind of a bungle of fourth and one. Considering we were trying to score and we were down there a little, I think we're at the 20, 25 yard, 30 yard line. Uh, it was a bad thing. We should have gotten that. We should have gotten that. Anyway, um, all in all, I think our team has a lot of work, but there were some positives here that uh, that were good. And we didn't see very much of uh, number fifty-five, McLean. But I didn't think we needed to see anything. I think he did his job very well. Or they'd have picked on him. The run defense is a lot better. The pass defense is something I'm kind of concerned about. The DBs did okay on the first team, but the second team was was brutal. Uh, <laughs> they were getting worked over. Uh, so I think we need some more depth as defensive back position. I know I should bite my tongue because we'll probably draft, you know, defensive backs from here to eternity. But I, I do know this. We do need to have a solid core of guys back there. And I was kind of freaked out about that on the second team. The depth is scary. So I'll, I think that our team is headed in the right direction, Raider Nation. I like the game. I like the outcome. It was nice to see us come out with a victory. Even though it's in preseason, every win is a positive. You can't take away from it, even though you want to say, well, it's only preseason. Well, it's our team on the field, and they're putting it out there. There's a lot of guys that need a job on this team. Like I said, 52-man roster is going to go quick, and there's people who want to get paid. And if you ain't on the team, you ain't going to get a check, partner. So, you're going to see some battles for positions here. And, uh, well, that's about it. And uh, if that's what I think about the game, I think we play well. And most of all, we beat the Cowgirls at home. (laughs) Jerry Jones was not a happy man. Now, this isn't very controversial, or maybe it is. But for me, it's personal. Media. MADNESS! Don't, don't, don't,
2: don't, don't believe the hype! Don't, 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 don't believe the hype! Suckers,
3: liars, give me a shovel! Some writers I know are damn devils! From them I say don't believe the hype! They're claiming I'm a criminal! But now I wonder how? Some people never know! The enemy could be the guardian. I'm now a again. I
2: rock the party and- Don't, don't believe, don't believe the high. Good. Don't, don't believe, don't believe the high. Good. Don't believe the high. Good. Don't believe the high. Good. Don't, don't believe, the, don't believe the high.
0: And the reason I'm fricking calling this media madness, because it's madness. and. Let me explain. You have a guy, any guy, that's a Raider hater, and you can tell who they are, can't you? Can't you listen and look at them on television, the sportscasters that have such poison? I mean, the words worst team in NFL history, a shame, a travesty, a debacle, you know, Those terms aren't used for any other team in the league except for the Raiders. And there's many sports announcers that just love to jump right on the bandwagon and give us just their nastiest, most foul descriptions. They describe the fan base as being thugs and criminals, clowns dressed up. This is just the tip of the iceberg from the media since I can remember listen it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't long ago when we were in the super bowl and even then it was tough we had a tough tough time making our reputation better and right after that 7 years has left us well the worst team in NFL history well, I think that's some bullshit. And I also think that all those sports announcers that have dogged on us for so long and been, as I said, just fucking nasty assholes. And you know who you are, Ray Ratto, Ray Fatto, and Tim Kawakami. You know, I i can go on. I can name some more, and there's plenty of them. Now, I understand the Raider Nation, and I've seen this on the forum that's the forum that's on our, our website, www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. Check it out. Get in the forum. Get involved, Raider Nation. On the forum, you know, there's we're getting props from these guys now. We're getting, well, the Raiders could be division challengers. And yeah, the Raiders look pretty good. And, you know, and people get a little giddy and excited that these guys say it. And I understand that because it's nice to hear something positive on our team, from the mainstream media. But see, for me, it flashes back to the worst team in NFL history. You know, and I, I this is a, a, an explicit show, and i got to say this, you know, because it is explicit. Fuck them. I mean, really. I, I don't want you to shake my hand one minute and then shove something in my ass the next minute. And that's what these guys are doing hey, they got to do their job, and I understand that, because, hey, I'm in media, guess what? Podcast, media, go figure. But, on the same token, the hatred and the nastiness that these guys show, and they're, they're supposed to just be reporting sports news in an unbiased way, which is bullshit, because you get the venom and the hatred from all these assholes, and... You know, the props, of course, because they have to say it. You know, that's why I've been saying for so long, wait until we start to win. When we start to win and you see guys like Ray Fatto and Tim Kawakami singing Raiders praise, the Raiders are going to go to the playoffs, Raiders are going to go to the Super Bowl, right? And they're like right on the bandwagon. They're standing there. They're waving the silver and black flag. Just remember who these assholes are. Because I'll never forget who they are. Because I'll never forget what they've said about our team and about our owner. And let me go on a fucking rant right there. Al Davis has been bashed and beaten for a long time by these assholes. And then, so what now? They're starting to say, well, he did a great job drafting. Was it him? Blah, 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 blah. And just the other night on Sirius Radio, he said that Jason Campbell looked very much like and seemed like Jim Punkett because he referred to a 1980s icon two Super Bowl championship winning quarterback that's not in the Hall of Fame, incidentally, you stupid-ass sports writers, thank you. Listen, and then he got heat for it. Al Davis got heat like he's living in the past, and
2: that's why his team is blah, 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 blah. Jason Campbell, quote, reminds me of Jim Plunkett, said Davis. Come on. 1980 is 30 years ago. Turn the page. (laughs) I mean, Jason Campbell's average. Okay, that's been established. Jason Campbell has been in the league, what, five years? I can't think of an NFL quarterback who was in the league five years, played a ton, and then at year six, seven, and eight, exploded into a megastar in the NFL. Al, milk is no longer 10 cents a gallon. Cary Grant is no longer the toast of Hollywood. I mean, if somebody literally, if they walked up to Al Davis and said, want to go to a Laker game, he'd say, why would I want to go to Minneapolis? George Mike, and no longer plays Al. There's no longer rotary phones. Stop making Jim Plunkett 1980 references. It's just, Al Davis is just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Al loves Jason Campbell. And Al also can't wait until we reach the new world.
0: And what I have to say to those guys is, suck my chota and call a friend and tell him about it. I couldn't believe <laughs> one minute they're singing the praises of the Raiders, and next minute Al Davis is living in the past. That's what's wrong with our team. And this is what's wrong with mainstream media in my eyes. And that's why they're, for them to say good things about the Raiders, that's good. I like to hear it. But you know what? I'm not buying into their horse shit because I know next week they could be telling me how disgusting our team is and how it is the worst franchise in NFL history. Because honestly, that's why I'm doing this podcast. I got sick and freaking tired of hearing their bullshit, and I'm not going to listen to it. You want to sing praises? Amen, but don't reach out and shake my hand because it ain't going to happen, partner. And that is all I have to say about that. It's time for The Bone Line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on it! You know you have to. Come on out there. Don't be shy, especially you ladies out there. Get on the bone line. We need to hear some femme fatales up in here. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, say what you think, man. Say what you think about the team, the owner, me, whatever. And uh, make your comment. Don't forget, man. And reach our blog, man. Check it out because you can you can be on the forum. You can talk to us and all the other fans. we got some great people on our forum. www.RaiderNationPodcast.com Dot com, check it out. Get on the forum. Throw it out there, man. It's a great place to vent, talk, meet people, and connect for games, too. You know, we got people on there going all over the country for different games. You can hook up, find what's going on in their neck of the woods. And on that, let's hit the first Boon Line call. We have Rita Victor out of Fresno, California. Talk to us, brother. <laughs>
4: Hey, Ritter Greg, this is Victor calling out of Fresno. I just finished listening to your podcast, and I just had a couple comments about it. I think those Bronco guys that are doing their podcasts, I mean, they're, they they kind of sound ignorant when it comes to how they like to stereotype us Raider fans. Um, I know it was meant in good fun and everything, but the comment about you guys drinking 40s and, and doing meth, I mean, that's just plain stupid and ignorant. But what do you expect from Bronco fans? Um on another note, I just wanted to say I also have a dog named Raider, and I'm pretty sure we're not the only Raider fans out there that do that because we do have pride in our team. Looking forward to this season, and I will be at the home opener. Um, I will be sitting on or in Mountain Davis, but we're just going to be there and support the team, man. Last game I was at was a preseason game against the Saints, and there was not much to tear about in that game. And since I've been going to the Raider games, I haven't even seen them score a touchdown, so I'm hoping. That this season will be different and that I'll actually be able to witness a win. So keep up the good work and looking forward to the next podcast.
0: Well, as far as the Bronco cast or under the bleachers or <laughs> whatever they are, ah, the guys are doing a good job for their fans. That's all I can say. You know, they're bashing us. What can I say? I'm going to let my team speak for me. We're going to beat their ass twice. <laughs> as you know too. And yeah, my dog named Raider, Of course man, we're proud of our team. Yeah, that's right. Right on, man. You got a dog the same name. That's cool. And you're going to be at the home opener. Make sure you give us an email at the www.raidernationpodcast.com. Check it out, man, so we can hook up, have a beer or whatever. Anybody coming to a game has got to hook up with the Raider Nation Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks for the call, Victor, and you're going to get a victory. This season, brother. Now we have my good brother, Raider Ed, from Indio. Man, I used to live there. Right on, brother. Hey,
5: Raider Greg. This is Raider Ed from Indio, California. I just got finished listening to your tribute to Jack Tatum's show. First of all, I want to start off by saying Jack Tatum was a great player. I had the chance to meet him. I will be wearing my Jack Tatum jersey up to the Coliseum this year. Uh, he will be missed. Anyway, listening to those those dumbass fools from Denver was really funny. Listening to them predicted their, their uh, season was really funny. As far as I'm concerned, every year when we start the season, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Until the day that we're mathematically out of it, we're going to win the Super Bowl. How can you start off the season thinking that you're going to lose this, lose that? Bullshit. We're going to beat the Chargers. We're going to beat the Broncos. We're going to beat the Chiefs. We're going to kick ass on the Colts. They're all going down as far as I'm concerned. This year our team is pumped up, and they're, we've got a good team together, and everybody's got a positive attitude. So uh, to hell with the Bronco hoes, like you said. It, it was uh, some funny listening, though. So anyway, have a good one, and uh, hope to see you sometime in November. Uh, deal's really Greg and wait Randy. See
0: you guys later out, yeah, man. Jack Tatum. Let's hope our team plays like him. I think they will. Uh, I'm wearing my number 32, you know that. And I, I, like I said before, man, I encourage everybody who doesn't have one to get on out there and buy one and help the family out and uh, well, represent because he was a great raider. And I hope to see you in November, too, brother. Make sure you hook up up here, uh, give us an email, and uh, so we can have a beer. You know what I'm saying. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have the Metal Raider.
1: Hey, what's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation? This is uh the Metal Raider. Uh, just calling in to say that uh I think the Bronco Ho podcast has been hanging out with Jamarcus too much. They need to lay off the scissor because Raiders are gonna whip that ass and uh. Excited about uh, what I've been hearing from the camp. Yeah, I like that uh, Manase Tonga. Uh, hopefully he can, uh, you know, continue to get better and maybe we can have another John Ritchie. I miss those days, you know, seeing Ritchie on the field with the blood dripping down from his face. A little worried about Schillen's health. I think he's a, a real key player to our offense, and without him on the field, you know, just hopefully he can stay healthy like uh, Brandon Myers I would like to see him and uh Miller same time on the field I think uh I think Myers is a really good player and hopefully we'll see some of that and uh a question uh for you Raider Greg uh do you think the Raiders would experiment using Bruce Campbell maybe you know at the goal line or fourth and inches you know that big old body of his and the speed and everything You know, maybe they can try that out. And uh, one last thing, Tommy Kelly better step up his fucking game or get the fuck out.
0: Yeah, man, of course we all (laughs) missed the days of John Ritchie, man. I mean, come on. Uh, Fullbacks, good fullbacks have always said it are very hard to come by. And as far as Bruce Campbell, hey, man, they were using Lamar Houston out there as a fullback in practice at camp. That's one of the things we noticed I would not doubt that Bruce Campbell works as a fullback on short uh, short yardage. Uh, I hope they have something better than that swing pass they tried during this game with the Cowboys. As far as Tommy Kelly is concerned, I have said this too as well. He better step up or step out, Padna. Thanks for the call, brother. Raider Nation, this uh, next caller, my good brother, Raider Enzo from uh, Seattle. Uh, I want you guys to check it out. It's uh, pretty touching, and, well, here it is.
6: Hi, Raider Greg. This is Raider Enzo up in Seattle, and uh, I just heard the tribute on uh, on Jack Tatum, and, uh, you know, I went to Ohio State, and that's why I'm a Raider fan. Uh, I grew up in Ohio, and I'm out here in Seattle now with all these nerds up here. In fact, I, wrote, I wore my... Uh, Raiders cap into an office of one of my big accounts and they're giving me so much shit I almost lost that account I couldn't believe it but I just wanted to say uh, a couple things about Tatum Um, when I grew up uh, I graduated in high school 74 in in Ohio Tatum was our idol Uh, if you could run the 100 yard dash under 10 seconds and you wanted to kick some ass that was the only position you wanted to play was defensive safety we all wore 32 and we looked up to him, followed his career, and we became Raider fans. That's how we became Raider fans. He uh, was a great guy, and he showed, um, I, I think what I want to say is uh, he did all his talking on the field. You know, He wasn't, uh, didn't run his mouth and uh, wasn't uh, fucking around all the time in clubs and bothering people. He's a mild-mannered dude, and uh, showed what, a, what a, a true badass is. He's a gentleman, uh, mild-mannered doesn't have to run his mouth, and uh, did all his talking when it came down to it. And this hit that he is, has uh, always, always brought up where he uh, hurt this dude, you know, he's just playing within the rules of the game at the time. Those were the rules. That's how the game was played. Uh, I don't think Jack ever meant to seriously hurt somebody permanently. I'm quite sure of that, you know. Knocking somebody out, sure. Maybe breaking a bone, of course. <laughs> that's football, man. That's Budka's stuff. But, you know, hurting somebody permanently, uh, I don't think that ever was on his mind to ever do. And uh, he's associated with that. And that's, I think that's too bad. He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he was a gentleman. He was a hard player. And these Raiders today need to look at him and get their shit together and uh, play the game like jack and uh my condolences to his family and tribute to the nation and uh, maybe we can get back to that sort of football okay that's that's it i'm out thanks greg bye
0: it's pretty cool how all of us get to the same point of being raider fans from different directions and that that was a pretty touching story man and you can see how a young man would want to become a raider fan and defensive back and a safety especially like uh Number 32. Yeah, Daryl Stingley, he's always going to be known for paralyzing that guy. But I'm telling you, the hit on Sammy White should have sent him into another dimension. Uh, It's just football. We all know that. People who really know the sport know that. And we weren't the only ones, trust me, that were knuckling and doing what we had to do to get the job done. Other teams, the the Pittsburgh Squealers, were one of the other nasty teams out there. There were several. So, But, of course, the finger of fate always gets pointed at the Raiders, and Jack got a bad rap, and we all know that. Thanks for the call, brother. Very nice story. Next, we have a first-time caller. Raider Greg, Raider
7: Randy. This is Pheromone Raider, first-time caller from Rochester, New York. Yes, I'm way out here in Bill's country, and it sucks. Um, Listen to this show all the time. Never thought I'd be a caller, but you know what? Listen to the last podcast, and I heard those Bronco Jokers talking their shit, and it just made me laugh. You guys do a great job. Your show is awesome. Every time I refresh the Apple iTunes and I see that I have a new podcast, I'm excited. I have friends who don't understand why I'm a Raiders fan. And truth be told, the first game I ever saw was Bovers-Berry, 1990, Monday Night Football. My father was a Raiders fan, got me into it. And you know what? I don't have an answer for him. I just am. And I feel a connection to everyone who calls in, the entire Raider Nation. And after hearing those three idiots, those buffoons, swearing and just basically it sounded like a joke. Your show is so much better. Your show is great. Keep it up, Raider Nation. We're going to be back. I'm excited. And... Fuck the Broncos. That's all I got to say. Keep it up. You're doing a great job. Go Raiders.
0: Well, thanks for the props on the show, my brother. You know, we we love doing it because we love the Raider Nation. And you're a Raider fan? Well, there you go. And you're in hostile territory up there. And you know what? Like I said before, man, those Bronco podcasters, I can't wait till we play them. And we beat their ass. And then I'll do another show, and I'll send them a little note that they can listen to that one, and then we beat them again. <laughs> we'll do that one, too. Yeah, I got to love it. Thanks for the props, man. We appreciate that very, very much. Keep listening, and get your ass to Oakland and watch a game. You won't believe how awesome it is. Next, my good brother, Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. <laughs>
8: Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Jaime again. I just wanted to fill in. Uh, I got some news about uh, Shillings and uh, Murphy. Murphy got a concussion, and Shillings x-rays, uh, well, they look good, so, I mean, we just got to wait to see what's up with Murphy. And, you know, Raider Nation, don't panic. These guys, these guys will be in the starting lineup, guaranteed. We're going to have a fucking awesome season, man. I feel it. But I'm out. Later.
0: You know, it's football. Let's hope they're both healthy. I know Murphy's looking pretty good. schillings he's got to stay healthy. If we're going to have any kind of season, we need him on the field, man. We need every wide receiver that can make a cut. And he's one of them. He's one of them. We, we, we need him on the field, brother. And you know it. I think we'll be fine, too. Time will tell. Thanks for the call, brother. Yes, we have a first-time caller. Rada, 10-gauge. <laughs>
9: Yeah, this is Raider Tan Gage. And, uh, you know, I'm a long time listener, first time caller. And I was just listening to uh podcast on, you know, the tribute to uh, Jack Tatum. And, you know, there was a brother on there that was talking about this is when he first started liking the Raiders back when Tatum used to play. And, you know, back in 76, that's when I became part of the nation. And, you know, that was when football was football, not the titty dancing that they do nowadays. And you know we need to get back to that, guys. We need to get back to just playing Raider football. You know we need to put the fear into opponents when we go into other cities. It used to be, you know, hide the women and children because here they come. And you know we got to get back to that if we want to have some success. You know we've got some people that can do it and that will do it. You know and and our hearts and prayers just go out to the Tatum family. Uh, we pray that they would just uh, have comfort and peace and. And I want to encourage all of you, uh, Raider Nation, to just go out and buy a a jersey, number 32, and just wear it on that first game, whether you're at the Coliseum or whether you're here in your home, just just as a tribute to him. Take care, and God bless, Raider Nation. Bye-bye.
0: That's what I'm talking about, man. Our defense, you know, is growing, and it's getting better. And I'm not saying they're going to leap out and beat everybody this year, but man, you better watch out, because we're going to put some people down. And it's going to get better and better. I know that this defense has it in them. We're young. We're strong. And we can't put the fear of everyone else back into the Oakland Raiders. Just have to get it done. I think we're on our way, brother. Good call. Thank you, man. We have Houston Raider. And he's got something to say, too. A very cool story, man. Another Jack Tatum. The quiet man that put it down on the field, man. You... Two different people, like two different personalities. <laughs> the nice guy off the field, and somebody take care of their business on the field.
10: Yes, hello, Raider, uh, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. I just, this is uh, Houston Raider Steve. I just uh, heard an uh, interview tonight with uh, Earl Campbell, and they were asking him uh, during Hall of Fame Week uh, his thoughts about Jack Tatum. There's a famous uh, play and everything. They sh- they're they going to show on the H- Tatum highlights and everything. When uh, Houston was playing the Raiders in the Dome and everything, and it was a goal line stand, and Jack Tatum told Earl Campbell, Earl says, uh, I'm going to get you. Then on that famous play and everything, Earl came up to the line, and Rob Carpenter, the r- other running back, was supposed to fill that hole and uh, get Tatum and everything, but he was nowhere to be found. So he said that, uh, Earl said that Tatum hit him underneath the chin strap. He said, uh... You know, it knocked him sideways. He said he's the only person that that you know hit me, and I went sideways and stopped me. Earl stumbled, and then he fell in the end zone. And then he, after the game, uh, Tatum and uh, Jack was uh, talking to Earl, and uh, uh, Jack told uh, Earl he said, you know what, I gave it the best I, you know, I gave you the best I I got. I gave you my best shot. And Earl said nobody had ever hit him that hard, other than Jack Tatum. He said over the years and everything, he said he was a great player and a great friend, and in the 1980 season, uh, Jack played for the uh, Houston Oilers and everything, and he said uh, later on in life and everything, he was out in California, Earl was, and uh, these two kids run up to him at an elevator at this hotel out in California, and uh, come to find out, this woman walks up, and it was uh, Jack Tatum's daughter, and says, are you Earl Campbell? And he goes, yes. He says, you know, all my father does is talk about you. I want you to come over to the hotel room and talk to my dad. You know he talks about you all the time. That shows you what kind of respect that uh, Jack and Earl had for each other as teammates, and more importantly, as friends off the field. And he says, "I know Jack went, through, you know, got some bad publicity and everything, but I only know him as a great person." He said he was kind of quiet and everything, but he was just a, you know, great player and a great friend. So anyway, Raider Nation, I just thought I'd tell you guys that. So uh, Jack's held up in the, in the, in the football circles uh, to high esteem. I got all pumped up listening to the great uh, tribute to Jack and and everything, and uh, went out and got a, a Tatum jersey, and I can't wait to wear it out to the uh, 49ers game. I was just thinking maybe as Raider fans, we ought to pay tribute like we will, like we always do, but especially the game against the 49ers. If everybody that can wear a 40, uh, wear, a, excuse me, <laughs> wear a Tatum jersey, just to show uh, Jack that uh, he's got support there in the stick by all the Raider Nation fans, like he always does. God bless, and keep up the great work. Go Raiders!
0: For all of those who missed the Earl Campbell hit, you better look on YouTube and check it out, because Earl Campbell got rocked. And like you said, the only time he's ever been hit that hard was by Jack the Mac Tatum. (laughs) And you know what? They kept showing a picture of him on the sideline after he got hit by Jack, and he was stunned. He definitely was not with it. So uh, that says a lot. If anybody knows who Earl Campbell is and how he could run, let me tell you, man, he was the running back of his decade. Thanks for the call, brother. This is my very, very special friend, Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, with a message. Check it out.
11: Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. We haven't spoke for a while, guys, but uh, we're looking forward to seeing you when we come over in November again this year. Uh, This year, Big Dave and myself are flying into the Bay Area on the 3rd of November, and we'll be there for... Uh, Seven days through to the 10th, Uh, looking forward to to hooking up with all you guys uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs game uh, when the Crusader Raider will be in full swing and uh, looking forward to a victory that day. Um, On the 3rd of November is when we arrive. On the 5th of November this year, we're again attending the Bolitnikov Foundation Crab Feed, which will be taking uh, place again this year. And uh, we've arranged with Fred and Angela to to hold a table for the Raider Nation podcast and our friends uh, under the name of the Crusader Raider. Uh, So I'm hoping that uh, Raider Greg, Randy, uh, Charmaniac, uh, Raider Mike, Juan Jorge and some friends and myself and Dave uh, uh, will be all able to sit together on that table. As I spoke to the Foundation, they are holding the table under the name of the Crusader Raider and uh, you guys can can and book into that table if anybody wants to attend the event or with us by contacting the Blitney Coff Foundation on 925 556. 2525 and the tickets cost 130 dollars uh, with a, a large amount of that going towards the foundation and it's great work so we're really hoping that we're going to be able to tie up with you guys for that as well as tying up at ricky's uh, say the chiefs game we'll be going to the 66 mob we're meeting up uh, with friends in sacramento this year and we've got a real busy schedule as ever but uh, really looking forward to to meeting up with you all uh, when we come over in november uh, we can't wait for the season to start here in the UK. We're really pumped up about uh, Jason Campbell. We're really pumped up about the whole Raiders this year. Uh, now we have no more. Jamarcus. Hooray! No more Russell. So uh, after all those years of suffering and and travelling, you know, six and a half thousand miles each way to watch Demarcus Russell, no more. Oh, happy days are here again. Let's say, right. looking forward to seeing you in November. I'll speak soon. This is Keith Smith, at the Crusader Raider. I'm out.
0: We will be going to the Belitnikov Foundation. Uh, Crab feed and anybody out there man if you are a Raider fan this is the place to be if you can make it if you can do it you got to do it it's worth every penny Uh, just the camaraderie and the uh, you know it's it's a great event Uh, you're surrounded by Raider fans I, I just can't say how much fun it is it's just fun it's a blast and you should go we'll be going that's for sure And if you can get to the Kansas City games, to me, Keith, and Dave, man, quality is just an understatement when it comes to these two guys. Just great individuals, fun guys, and uh, just people you like to hang out with. Good brothers. Uh, What else can I say? Looking forward to seeing you guys as well. It's going to be a great season, and uh, even better that you're being here with us at the Coliseum at the Mecca. Uh, It's 6,000 miles. Now that's one hell. Of a commitment. Good job, guys. We can't wait. Love it. Next, we have Family Raider.
9: Hey, what's up? This is Family Raider from Wheeling, West Virginia. I just want to say hey to everybody. What's going on? Football season, like here, and I can't all wait to see that silver and black out in that field, man. But um, any of you gamers out there, uh, gaming... Um, for the Xbox or the PS3, well, for the Xbox, my gamer tags Mad Butcher zero three, capital M, capital B, and the rest is lowercase. Then the PS3 is Mad Butcher zero eight, well zero eight, same same thing, capital M, capital B, all lowercase. For any gamers out there? Just I want some Raider fans up on my shit. I catch you guys later.
10: Uh, all right, man. bye.
0: Well, there you go, man. You got a Raider brother to hook up with on the Xbox. Um, and there's a lot of Raiders that play Xbox, man. So check it out. Get together another place to network with the Raider Nation. We have another new caller, Raider Gator from Florida. This is a great story. Check it out.
12: Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is a Raider-Gator calling out of Florida. Just got back from the Hall of Fame about two hours ago. Went on a trip up there with a couple of friends, one of them being a 40 Winer fan. Wanted to see Jerry Rice get in. I kept ragging him the whole time. I was like, hey, buddy, we got a Raider going in the Hall of Fame, too. So that's one reason I'm going. Yeah, but no, man, he's, he's a 49 he's I'm like, dude, Jerry Rice was goddamn proud to be a Raider. Watch, we'll see enough Raider jerseys in Canton and around Ohio prove the Raiders acknowledge him too for everything he's done for us in that short time he was there. You no know I mean I swear throughout Canton there's probably a good six to one ratio for every red rice jersey you saw a black and silver rice jersey. And the highlight was after the introduction of Jerry Rice and his speech, he gets to the point where he says, and I was also a member of the Oakland Raiders, and I went ape shit. And I pointed to my friend and said, fucking right.
1: I knew I was joining a great team that had already won two Super Bowls. Thank you. And, of course, we went on to win three more. I was also part of the Oakland Raiders a team I admired that also went to the Super Bowl.
12: Guy's proud to be a Raider. He'll never be one of the people we will put on our Hall of Fame inductees banner probably. But you know what? He was on that '03 3 team. He's a Hall of Famer. He did our boys good. I'm hoping to make a trip next year because, damn it, if Tim Brown doesn't get in next year, it's going to be hell. In fact, Make a damn push. Can we get Ray Guy and Tim Brown in? And more importantly, at the Hall of Fame induction, they had the part where the three passing Hall of Famers were honored. And I'm like, you know, Jack Tatum should be in his goddamn video. So can we at least do it posthumously? Can we get three Raiders in one class? That's all I got to say. Go Raiders. I'm out. Silver and black all day, baby.
0: Let me tell you, brother. Thanks for the story. The Raider Nation travels better than any other team. I think that the Steelers travel pretty good too, but the Raider Nation travels fiercely. And I am not surprised there are more number eighty silver and black jerseys than the red silver and black jerseys uh, that you saw. And you damn straight, he was proud to be a Raider man. He was on a championship team. They went to the Super Bowl, just like he said. Uh, He is a Raider, whether he wants to believe it or not. Jerry Rice was a Raider. You know, the Hall of Fame has always been a sore spot for this Raider fan. Uh, There are plenty of Raiders that belong in there. Plunkett, Flores. I mean, uh, come on, Ray Guy, Jack Tatum, uh, Lester Hayes. The list goes on. Uh, We will never get the acknowledgments that we should. But we know, as a fan base, who is our Hall of Famers, and uh, we keep them very close and hold them very proud. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Raider Queef from Oxnard, California, and he is surrounded by cow dung. I'm sorry, brother.
8: Raider Nation, this is Raider Queef calling out of Oxnard. I guess we're uh, a cowboy town now, a week away from having the cowboys come to town. So, we get that going. Can't wait. Ee-ha. Anyways, I just wanted to uh, address the fact that uh, Cowboys here is a training camp at a local hotel. And uh, it's a facility where they've actually, it's pretty cool. It's a play place so the kids can play football. And uh, they've got this mobile... I guess Cowboys Museum has their trophies in them, their Heisman trophies, and just some interactive stuff. really interesting. I'm going to bring my, my three boys. i got three little boys, and just to get them a, a feel to see what it's like. I really wish it was somebody with the Cowboys, but, you know, what the fuck are you going to do? Um, I thought that the Raider camp was probably free just like that. I figured all the training camps were free. Um, that sucks, though, Raider Greg all you Raider fans that are up there in Napa can't even go watch your fucking team I'd be pissed and I'm complaining because i got to go watch the Cowboys but now I, I kind of feel better that I don't have to pay, it's cool to see a football team training just to go to the practice and just be right there uh, maybe 10 feet from the sideline where the fence is you can actually be right up there and then check it out and see the guys and pull pads and doing everything it's pretty cool it wasn't the fucking Cowboys. But uh, any of you Raider fans out there, on Twitter, I'm following a guy named Jerry C.D. He's uh, I'm not sure what he is. Someone told me about him. And he's at the camp, and he tweets every five minutes about uh, anything the Raiders do. 20-yard pass from Campbell to Darius Hayward Bay looks sweet. It's kind of cool because anything that anybody does, he's there just to tweet on it. It kind of feels like, you know, you're you're getting ready for season. Uh oh, I don't know, someone's calling in or I'm I'm done here. J E R R Y M C D. Follow him on Twitter. Hopefully I didn't get caught up. Anyways, Raider fans. I'm out. Here's the football.
0: Well, it's good that you saw their training camp because you saw how we beat them in their own house. That's pretty cool. I'm glad you got a chance. You know, it's good to, for football, any football, and I understand, man. When you're Jones for football, hey, I watch Canadian football on TV. I was Jones on so much football, and that's a tough thing to do. It's tough to be at the Cowboys camp. Don't let your kids touch anything that's blue and silver. Please, keep them away from the Cowboys star, or you're going to have some problems, partner. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't cost to go to the Raiders uh, training camp. They just don't let anybody in. Uh, special groups, I, you know, that's the way it is. That's the way it is, and what are you going to do? Uh, makes it kind of special, I guess. I got a chance to go. That was very cool. I'm going to go back again on the 24th, um, which is very cool as well, and uh, we'll see. Uh, you get to see a lot when you're there, as you can see yourself. So, uh, yeah, well... Sorry you had to deal with the cowboy stuff, but I'm glad we beat their ass in preseason. There's my good brother, Raider Steve from Las Vegas, man. We had a blast last time you came out. I'm glad you're coming out again. So check him out, man.
3: Hey, Raider Greg, it's Raider Steve in Vegas, and I am stoked, man. I just bought my tickets for uh, uh, November 7th, uh, Chiefs versus Raiders. Um, dude, I'm coming in for Ricky's. I'm bringing a couple buddies of mine. They're flying in from Japan. Um, it's going to be freaking awesome, man. I uh, hope to see you guys at the tailgate because, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know anybody else down there. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it, man. Uh, I'm totally pumped for this season. Um, I think the Raiders going to do really good this year. I'm hoping for at least 8-8. Eight um, it's going to be tough. You know, I, I'm, I don't want to get too overly optimistic. I do this every year, and then I get really down. But something about this year feels a little bit different than uh, the rest. I think we've got a good, young, uh, solid team. We've got some veterans now uh, that can that pull us out of the doldrums when things hit the fan. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good. Uh, one thing that's driving me crazy is everybody knocking the Raiders for this uh, Darrell Rivas deal. That has nothing to do with this. We paid Namdi that much money because he deserves it. He's the best in the NFL. And I'll tell you what, if the Raiders had lost Namdi, you know, that, that I feel that would set us back, I don't know, a couple of years at least. Uh, he is the heart and soul of our defense. Um, maybe other teams wouldn't have paid him that much um, because they've got other players that can handle, fill that role on defense. But the Raiders absolutely did the right thing in keeping Namdi And I'm tired of the press and you know all the media out there uh, saying all this. Revis deal would have been done if if uh, the Raiders hadn't signed Namdi to this astronomical deal. You know that's a bunch of BS. The Raiders signed Namdi because he's the best. He deserved the money. He played out his contract. He played fair. He got paid what he deserved. That's the way it works. So I'm tired of all the media bashing the Raiders as if they made a bad deal or something, you know. It's not my problem that the Jets can't figure out how to sign Revis, you know. He's a really great player, uh, but, you know, he pretty much came out of nowhere last year. Let's see how he handles down to the pressures on, you know. Uh, Let's see. Anyway, uh, really stoked for this season, man. I can't wait to come out and see you guys there in Oakland. Um, I'm bringing some buddies with me. We're going to be at Ricky's. We're going to be at the game. I am so stoked, man. Uh, it's been two years since I've been out there. The wife's going to kill me once she finds out how much I spent. But, oh, well, man, you only live once. So I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. Uh, keep up the good work, and I'll talk to you later. I'm out.
0: Raiders Steve, man, very emotional fan, I know, because I feel the same way, up and down with this team. We got a good team. And I'm glad you're coming out. Don't forget, man, www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. Email me when you're coming so we can make sure that we get in the right place at the right time, go to Ricky's and all that stuff. You know, it'd be good to see. As far as Revis is concerned, you damn straight Namdi deserves the money. He is the best defensive back in the NFL. And Revis, Revis doesn't have a contract because he wants 10 years. He wants $160 million dollars. For his services, he wants a ten-year contract. Yeah, good luck with that one, Jets. The team that's going to the Super Bowl once again. Yeah, right on, Steve. Good call, brother. Next, we have the Tennessee Raider.
9: Raider Andy, Raider Greg. This is Tennessee Blue Raider. I. I am a first-time caller, and I'm so upset. I just read that the Bronca Hose picked up Justin Fargus. I don't even know what to feel about this. I'm just so upset. But, anyway, the Dallas game's tomorrow. Preseason starts. Can't wait. will be watching on the Internet because I don't play it here. But, uh, anyway, I hope we do good. I hope the team looks good. I'll see you all out here for the Tennessee Titans game. hope you guys come out in force, and we'll be there. Go Raiders.
0: Yeah, we didn't do too bad against the Cow Pies. Pretty damn good, I think. We have room to improve, but it's a good start. And yes, we will be there, my brother. And uh, give me an email. Drop me, a, drop me a line so we know who you are, where you are. There's going to be a bunch of us going. It's not just us, but there's a lot of Raider fans going to be there. You know it. It's going to be fun. Uh, I, I can't even tell you. I'm jacked. I'm excited we got to beat the time. He's going to make a statement. If we could do that, that would be some leap into 2010, brother. You know that. So stay tuned. Get on the video. You know we're going to roll just like that. Thanks for the call, brother. We have the RV radar. He's from Fresno. What you got to say, brother? Hey,
9: Greg. Hey, Randy. R V Raider from Fresno. Hey, what is I hear? That the Broncos sign Justin Fargas. Oh man, that's not that's not gonna be good for Denver. Hey, guy was a true raider, but uh, you know, and it's job. Not good not gonna look good for him being on the Denver side. Well, so all I gotta say is the R V Rader, Fresno, first time caller. Appreciate you guys what you do. Hey, go Raiders. See you guys at the game.
0: I know, Fargus. It's going to be hard to see him over there. It's going to be harder to see our defense shut him down. I'm going to feel really bad when he doesn't make any yards. But, uh, hey, man, it's a business, and uh, you know what? I am kind of happy that he's getting some money. I'd rather see him playing somewhere else. But, hey, man, the guy played true blue for us. Uh, I just hope he doesn't play well when he plays against us. Uh, And, you know, I can't hold anything against him, man. The guy left the kidney on the field, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, we'll see you at the game. Definitely the Raider Nation coming out big, man. It's good to see all these first-time callers. I'm loving it. We have Raider D from Sheffield, England, man. Check it out. The Raider Nation is huge. What you got to say, man? (laughs)
7: What's
8: up, Raider
10: Nation?
7: Once again, this is Raider D, Sheffield UK.
8: Oh, man. I've seen it, but I don't believe it. Justin Fargas signed for the Broncos? What the fuck is all that about?
5: Man. I don't know what to say about that, but... <sighs> Justin, I know you got to earn a living. Brother, what are you doing to us? Anyway,
8: Raiders Cowboys tonight. 1st preseason game. I'm hyped for that. I should drag my ass out of bed at 2 in the morning.
5: So uh, looking forward to it. All right, peace.
0: I know, Fargus, <laughs> it's hard to believe it's a bummer. I mean, it really is because it's going to be hard to watch him play. But, hey, man, well, that's where we got our new defense for is to stop the run, and we're just going to have to put the stop on him. And uh, so 2 o'clock in the morning, man, check that out, Raider Nation. People from all over the globe have to get up at all hours of the night to watch the Raiders play football. You definitely got a tip of glass to these guys. These are dedicated fans. Uh, and, and, you know, you do the same thing. <laughs> you do the same thing. Thanks for the call, my brother. We have the Metal Raider. He's talking about the Cowboys game.
6: Hey,
1: Raider Nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is the Metal Raider. Just calling in saying that I'm loving the ferocious defense, getting to the quarterback, uh, just uh, the third and long, killing us. Really love Campbell's throws. Wish they would have ran Bush behind Daniels on that fourth down, but, hey, whatever. Yeah, man, just re- really excited how the defense playing, swallowing up the runners. Yeah. All I
0: told you guys our defense would be ferocious, and it was. They got right after Tony Romo and he had very little time. He was running for his life. That was very nice to see, man. And uh Jason Campbell, you know, we got some work to do, but our team is going in the right direction. We have my good brother, Juan Jorge, man, the guy that travels. I love it. What you got to say, brother? <laughs>
13: What's up, fellas? What a game. Oh, man, I took a crew down to roundtable. We had about 30 people, and you wouldn't believe it. There was a cowgirl fan next door watching the game, and his wife or his girlfriend was a Raider fan. And all game, we were just giving him crap. It was beautiful. I know it's pre preseason, but shit, when did you see our run defense in preseason, regular season practice look that fucking good? Our defense is going to be special. You better believe it. Our offense, don't 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 worry about it, guys. We've got a new coordinator, a new quarterback, a new offensive system to an extent. So they're trying to just gel it right now. With a new quarterback and a new offensive coordinator, you know, it takes a little time. It doesn't happen overnight. So we'll see how that goes, but our run defense and our defense in general is going to be special. It's going to be legit. Chris Johnson, you know, well, he, he gets beat a lot, but that's what we've always known of him. He always gets beat um here and there it's just a, it's just the way it's going to be and we got to learn to deal with it He's going to make some big plays he's going to give up some big plays but i, I think our run defense is going to make up for it um I, i'm i'm so pumped up and ready for the year that game was that game was so much fun to watch just because there was a cowboy fan watching next door and we were going back and forth except we had the better end of it there's one already and i'm out
0: well you know You're absolutely right. We talked about this. The offense has got to gel. This is just the first game. They've got to get used to each other. You know, they've got to get in rhythm. They did have some rhythm in the second period. Um, They had a hard time at the beginning, man, but they're just getting used to each other. We have offensive linemen that are brand new, new positions, the new quarterback, the new offensive coordinator. So, you know what? It wasn't as finesse as the Cowboys, but look, they're a playoff team. We're going to be okay. It's going to be okay because our defense is the real deal, Padna. Thanks for the call, Juan. Last but not least, my good brother, Raider Jake out in Iowa, breaking it down for us. What you got, man?
14: What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Jake out in Iowa. First preseason games in the books. I've been missing me some football hardcore. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but. Even seeing a little bit of a preseason game got me all happy. Well, it looks like our offseason helped out quite a bit, honestly. A lot of good things came out of this game, I thought. There were some, some not-so-good not so things. I'm going to go ahead and talk about those first. What I didn't like, the first quarter when our first team offense was out there, things were going a little slow. We couldn't really seem to pull anything together. And another thing I noticed was we did not get rid of the stupid penalties. We had a lot of penalties in this game. Don't remember how many there were exactly. It was not a small number. We got to keep working on that. I don't know if Cable is going to run some more of his drills. He uses like that because he swears by those at the beginning of camp, if I remember correctly. Now, some of the things I did like Our run defense was stingy last night. They didn't rip off. Any big games, if I remember correctly, through the ground game. We held them to 66 total yards on the ground, where if we could do that every game, that would be amazing because they got nothing. And how about our young guys up front, too? The mean Lamar Houston got two sacks in, like, the first seven minutes. Even though they were coverage sacks, they're still sacks. And Matt Shaughnessy, he had a pretty good game up front, too. Overall, I was pretty happy with how the team did. I would like to see Colt Brennan in our next game. I know we brought him in last week, and we pretty nicked up a quarterback with Greg Kowski and Fry still out. Bowler did a solid job in the backup role. He might have just played himself onto the team, but I'd like to see what old Colt can do because if I remember right, it's pretty good out there in Hawaii, It's a little bit. Well, Raider Nation, that's all I got. Raider Greg, Raider Andy, love you boys. This is Raider Jake in Iowa. I'm out.
0: Well, it's pretty much what we all saw right there. Now, let's not forget, we held the Cowboys to three yards per carry. That is where we need to be. That is a defense we need to have, and the coverage sack is what we need. We need to keep that pressure on the quarterback and making sure he can't get the ball out. Uh, That's a big, big part of our game this season. Our offense will get it together. We have a couple more games to make it solid up. Believe me, the 49er game will be a vicious game of intensity, and uh, that'll be probably the the most real game we're going to play this season. So check that game to see exactly what our team's going to be like because we're going to definitely want to win that game. Check that out. Um, our defense is very good. Shaughnessy, of course. Uh, Houston. Uh, you know, let's not forget Seymour was in the mix. And let's not forget people weren't playing at full speed. <laughs> We got a tenacious D, and it's going to be very much more tenacious when the season starts. Thanks for the call, my brother. Well, Weather Nation, we have our first game under our belt. Football season is officially upon us. I know you're jacked up. I'm jacked up. I am happy as hell. We got some Raider football. I got my season tickets. I am pooped. Can you tell? I'm looking at them right now. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. I cannot wait to meet my brothers and sisters in the parking lot at the Mecca, the Coliseum, the home of our Oakland Raiders. Make sure if you got a chance, man, get your ass to Oakland, check out a game, have some beer with us. What more can I say? It's heavy. This is Raider Craig, and I am out.